Listener Production. Hi, this is Paul McIntyre. Welcome to the MI3 Audio Edition. I've been a business journalist for 25 years covering the marketing, media, agency and tech sectors. In this series, we talk to industry leaders about the global and local developments that you need to be across this week. Well, listen, three months from now, we're going to find out if the snappy, techie, gaming and creative powerhouse that is South by Southwest can replicate itself for the first time ever outside of Austin, Texas. And that big test and learn experiment is going to happen in Sydney, of course, where organisers are banking on 60 to 80,000 people showing up for programming across the week-long event in October. South by Southwest Sydney Managing Director Colin Daniels says half of current delegate registrations are outside of Sin City, and the overall target is to have circa 30% from outside Australia. Billy Eilish and Mumford & Sons have been among the unsigned acts that broke through at South by Southwest in Austin, and it's where Pinterest and Twitter launch themselves to the world. Daniels wants the same sort of creative and innovation discovery happening here in Sydney in October. This new creative extravaganza in Sydney, he says, joins up the southern and northern hemispheres on the annual South by Southwest calendar for the first time with two world-class events. Talent scouts are coming from the other side of the world and so too are brands and marketing types. The latter two make up South by Southwest Austin's biggest delegate numbers and so far it's tracking along similar lines here. South by Southwest doesn't want, nor is it planning to be anything like your typical industry conference gig. And that's refreshing given the volume of puff and posturing that pervades most industry gatherings these days. Indeed, South by Southwest might not be just a single sprint down Positivity Street either. The team are curating themes and conversations about the future, which Daniel says will be both upbeat, but sometimes, and I quote, from a pessimistic point of view, that sounds a little like real life, and that is a good thing. Joining Colin Daniels on the mics today is one South by Southwest event partner that wants to use the big gig to help shape and shift perceptions on what its future is. Many probably have a pessimistic view on that one, and it's why Seven West Media wants to bust some myths and showcase some smarts. And for the first time in probably 15 years, Seven is upending the traditional broadcaster annual upfronts format by extending it through an entire week at South by Southwest. If you're familiar with the Cannes Lions, then you'll get the idea of creating a villa or perhaps a house here for entertaining briefings and forums. Seven is possibly going a step further by basing its studios, programming and tech innovation teams from South by Southwest. Certainly, the broadcaster upfronts hustle has started with 9, 10 and YouTube landing on the showcase presentation dates. And if I behave and ask nicely, we might get a few teasers on what Seven plans for a hectic week-long show from Chief Revenue Officer Kurt Burnett and Chief Marketing and Audience Officer Mel Hopkins. So enough from me. Welcome, Colin, Mel and Kurt. Colin, to you first. It'll be good for MI3's audience to hear the strategic context for why Sydney landed the first South by Southwest slot outside of Texas. I think the New South Wales government and New South Wales tourism, Colin, drove this pretty early on, but Sydney is far, far away from Texas. Welcome, Colin, and let's hear where we're at with this extravaganza as we talked at the start. Welcome. Thanks very much. It's a pleasure to be here and talk about my favourite event in the world. I've been (laughs) to South by Southwest 19 times. The first time I went was 1997. Uh, So I'm uh, very, very uh, happy that uh, I'm very passionate about uh, having it on our side of the world. The vision of South by Southwest Sydney is to be the most indispensable platform in the Asia-Pacific region for helping creative people share ideas and achieve their goals. 
Korea and Japan are both in the top five countries that have attended Austin each year, and Sydney's closer. Our goal is to connect the APAC creative and innovation communities with the rest of the world. There's certainly something in the water down here, and the world is curious. We have got more tech unicorns in Sydney than any other city in ANZ. We're in the top five repertoire sources for Western music, and our screen and gaming industries are thriving. It makes sense that South by Southwest chose Sydney as its second annual destination. Well, will it be much different to what we what you've seen in in Austin? And I know Kurt's been there. Mel, I think you've been there. Um, will it be different? Will it be a different feel, a different vibe, different content? South by Southwest has been going for thirty six years. We won't mess with the DNA of what South by Southwest is, but what we need to do is celebrate our region, particularly, and the culture and vibe of Sydney. Sydney is an incredibly multicultural and diverse city with a great creative industry, and that's what we want to show off. Colin, we talked the other day about, and you've talked about it here now with creativity and innovation um, that's sort of broken through at South by Southwest and Austin. You talk about, you know, Sydney being a creative hub and regionally showcasing APAC's uh, creative uh, capabilities. Rattle off a few of those examples that have come out of Austin, South by Southwest, in terms of artists and creativity and, and brands breaking through. Uh, and then maybe you know some of your wildest dreams, maybe not so wild, Colin, but uh, <laughs> what could it look like uh, in Sydney? Thanks. You gave two great examples. Twitter and Pinterest both had their coming out parties at South by Southwest. I mean, Twitter was launched just before South by Southwest, but it made this genius move of having screens throughout the whole conference with live tweets. It's the first time anyone had ever seen that, and it just went wild. And that was pretty much recognised as the coming out party for Twitter. Startup Pitch is an important platform in Austin and will also be an important platform for us. It's like Shark Tank with startups giving mm. short pitches in front of VCs, tech media and influencers. You know, in its nine years, the total capital raise for all of the pitch entrants has exceeded more, to, more than $14 billion. The good news is as well is that the winner of the startup pitch in Australia gets to go do their pitch at the actual awards ceremony in Austin in March. Right. Level of interest then, um, Colin, so from both the, the startup community right through to the creative community, the marketing industries, uh, tech, how is the sort of the, the interest in presenting or being involved in Southwest? I think you talked about thousands of submissions. And how's the delegate numbers going? It's huge. The interest in the event has been overwhelming, to say the least, since the day we announced last year. We've had more than 500 brand conversations uh, with brands that want to participate in South by Southwest. And Channel 7 is a fantastic example of how you can use South by Southwest for your brand and to showcase what you plan to do and what you're up to. South by Southwest is a futurist event. It's about what's next and it's about challenging conversation. And Channel 7, I think, sums that up. I think um, I, I might have cut you off earlier about what the sort of breakthrough stuff could surface at South by Southwest. You mentioned sort of the startups, but you're also talking about music, gaming, brands, other sort of things of note that you hope uh, to come out of this from some of those other streams, uh, Colin, what is possible? 
anything's possible. And that's the great thing about South by Southwest. They say that the magic happens when you have the convergence of all these creative industries in one place at one time. Billie Eilish was 14 years old and played in front of 200 people when she was discovered at South by Southwest. Mumford and Sons were discovered at South by Southwest. There's so many artists. And let's not forget the films that launched at South by Southwest in 2021, uh, uh, 2022. It was uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. There's many, many Oscar-winning films, Oscar-winning directors, writers that all had their launch at South by Southwest. So here, um, some big names, some big big ticket items uh, so far. Uh, Colin, what stands out for you or what are the ones that um, you think will land? South by Southwest is about discovery, growth, and a look into the future of our creative industries and culture. For me, it's the futurists and founders that excite me the most. We've got Paul Tollett, the founder of Coachella, coming, and we've got Cal Henderson, the founder of Slack, coming. I think that's two great examples of brands that are very well known to the creative industries globally. We've also got Amy Webb, who we announced first deliberately. Amy Webb was named by Forbes as one of the five women changing the world. Amy was talking about AI both optimistically and pessimistically long before, you know, most of the world. It was Amy that uh, Amy's kind of talks online that that always inspired me about what was going to happen in the future. And Amy always drops uh, some pretty incredible nuggets. So it is the most popular event at South by Southwest in Austin. And Amy was our number one requested speaker on social media. Right. I think, did you talk about having something like 100,000 votes for the programming in Sydney? Colin, did I, did I, I'm not making that number up, am I? We have over 70 featured speakers that would be a keynote at most other events in the world. Those 70 featured speakers are invited by our programming team. But in addition to that, we have more than 300 conference panels. Now, those conference panels and sessions are chosen mostly through a creative community submission process. We had 1,700 submissions from some of, uh, you know, from from young, uh, you know, uh, you know, graduate students through to um, some of the Australia's biggest brands. Um, out of that 1,700 panel submissions, we need to choose about 200 of those, uh, which we've started to do. We've announced 45 panels. Um, so far, and there'll be another announcement coming over the next few weeks as we roll out the rest of those panels. And those panels, uh, 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 it's a sneak peek about the future and and a lot of discussion around innovation. But the best part is is that it's the community talking, and it's the community talking about our region and and showing the thought leadership that we have on our side of the world. Well, I was going to ask on that um, regionally, you know, the economics, uh, as we all know, are slightly challenged at the moment, Colin. Has that had any impact on your commercials, whether it be partners and sponsors or delegate numbers, or are you on track for that sixty to 80,000? Has there been any impact from the turbulence in, in the economies in the region, the world, actually? Connection is recession-proof. Mm. Even during the Great Depression, entertainment and anything that involved connection went through the roof. 
we have economic hard times, you know, over, you know, in a cyclic way. And in most cases, it is entertainment conferences and connection that continues to thrive. People want to be close to each other. They want to hear about what's coming next. They want to network. 60% of attendees at South by Southwest mark networking as the number one reason they attend. The number two reason they attend is business development. So that's a big answer saying you're on track, 60 to 80,000. It's yeah. looking okay. Uh, next time I'll answer, we're on track. <laughs> no, no, it's a good context. I just want to make sure that, you know, it, it's holding up. And on that, um, how is the out-of-Australia component uh, of your delegates? You, uh, you know, I talked up top about it being at about 30%. You want that coming from the region as well, right? You're, you're outside of Australia. Absolutely. We've got speakers. We've got panel submissions. We've got artists We've got creatives. We've got filmmakers coming in from all across our region. We've got panels and sessions like put together by the Motion Picture Association, for example, called How Did Korea Do It? We've got Korean directors and producers and filmmakers coming in to talk about what they do. We'll be announcing uh, shortly a couple of massive K-pop acts that are going to come as well as the Korean music industry, are doing uh, a three-night showcase of some of the best emerging talent coming out of Korea. We've got Indonesia coming. Uh, Not only do we have the uh, uh, His Excellency, uh, the Minister of Creativity and Tourism, Santiago Uno from Indonesia coming, we also have Indonesia House and we have a strong representation across the Indonesian creative industries as well. Right, so you are playing the big regional, as the big mission statement says, you're, you're doing it, Colin. That's a good uh, good selection of, of regional talent coming through. Brands and marketing types um, are South by Southwest, Austin's biggest delegate segment. How's that looking here in Australia? Is it, is it a bit more diverse or is it sort of following a similar pattern? It's following a very similar pattern. Brands and the marketing and advertising industry have a strong presence at South by Southwest, as does the tech industry. And both of those are number one and number two of our delegates this year. And that's matched with the amount of activity that we have around all of South by Southwest with brands, what Channel 7 are doing. Uh, I'll let them talk about it, but it's pretty amazing. You know, you've got brands like WPP coming in and creating their own house and doing their own sessions as well. You know, we've got Christian Jewell, the CEO of Group M. We've got David Droger coming down. We've got uh, a number of uh, incredible, um, you know, marketing, advertising and brand uh, industry people coming overall. And I reiterate back about... Paul Tollett, the founder of and CEO of Coachella. Coachella is a brand. It is a very, very well-known brand. So if I'm going to sort of take a wild guess at, at the sort of the percentage from uh, marketing, advertising and, and media types, um, Colin, are we talking 10, 15% of your, of your delegate base? Oh, you could take a wild guess, but I couldn't tell you the exact answer off the top of my head. And that's a nice way to get out of it. So why don't we go for a range then, Colin, <laughs> rather than the exact? Um, is that well, a broad, is that, would that be fair, 10 to 15%? Well, the top four in the marketing and advertising industry, the tech industry, 
the music industry and the film and television industry. And they're all kind of intertwined and they make up together about 90% of the delegates. Nice. Well, I've got to tap your computer somehow to get the real number, but I'll try that another day. Um, to <laughs> Kurt Burnett, now, Seven signed up pretty pretty early on last year, right, with uh, South by Southwest as, uh, as the screen partner. Why did you do that, Kurt? What was the rationale? You have been, so you're one of the sort of the, the groovy, forward-looking people on the planet. Um, why Seven and South by Southwest? Thank you, uh, Mac. Good to be here. And might I add that um, I was lucky enough to get to Texas and February and one of the great pre-briefings I think I've had in any event was by Colin uh, because one of the things that you do, even just hearing about what's coming to Sydney in Texas, it's just so much going on. You actually have to sort of take a breath to work out what your game plan is. And that guy, he's a, he's a good guy. So he helped us make the most of it because you actually do need a bit of a plan. But look, I, I think i um, been doing this for 34 years now and 25 odd years of upfronts. And as we went into last year, I was thinking about, you know, how do, how do we, you know, do different? Um, we, we've, we as a business, uh, and I'm going to use a T word here, but I think it's a good one, transformation. We've been transforming a lot. We do so much, you know, uh, Cole mentioned connect connectivity. You know, we're the most connected news and entertainment brand reaching 17 million people, but we're doing it in a very different way these days. You know, we're working with gamification, signing up with companies like Aura, we're investing in using, you know, AI, ML and every other new acronym that's coming in personalization <laughs> with, you know, Amazon AWS on 7 Plus, re-engineering the future of TV with Code 7 Plus. But, you know, we talk about it. Like, how do we not just talk about it, but show up with it and, um, you know, look and feel different? So uh, when I saw that, uh, you know, South by Southwest was, was being announced, I thought, well, here's a great place to actually tell our story we belong in an event like South by Southwest. It's we create mass cultural moments. That is the biggest cultural event in the world. So you know, how do we show up there? How do we not just tell our story, but show our story? How do we not be talking about it for one hour and upfronts, but over seven days, and not just to a thousand people, but to sixty thousand people? I think you're undercalling it there, Colin. By the way, probably eighty thousand people. Um, you know, people and consumers. So. That's, you know, one of the reasons we thought, well, let's, let's get into it. And, and I, I went to the business, I went to James and said, look, here's an opportunity that I think is going to be pretty rare. We need to get into it now. I don't know what the idea is necessarily, except we need to be there. But I think we can showcase all the things that we're trying to talk to and showcase um, into, you know, the advertisers and, and consumers for that matter. Mm. And it, I have to say, it was a bit of a tough conversation internally. It took a lot of debate, you know, uh, to get the investment and the commitment to do it. And, but you know, James backed me in here and uh, and uh, here we are. And we said we'd do it. We announced in our upfronts last year that we would be doing it on October 18. Never have, <laughs> I think we've announced the date. Yeah, in the, so, uh, so far out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and, uh, you know, and it just felt right. And, uh, you know, we've, it's, as I said, it's, it's not, you know, it's not just t- talking about it. It's it's showing what we do. And, and then, uh, of course, you know, Mel came into the business and, you uh, and I, and I remember. I hope you don't mind me telling this story, Mel. But uh, in the early stages of the, you know, the recruitment process or the discussion around, you know, Mel was ringing me because we've known each other before, just asking some questions. You know, hey, what about this? What about that? And I told the truth, of course. Did I, did I tell the truth? Most of it. One of the things was, uh, you know, this South by, and and you know, Mel was so excited and so pumped. Um, 
because we're aligned on that and the whole business is aligned. So that that's that's the long story of the why. But mm. uh, mm. you know, there's then there's a lot of exciting stuff that we uh, that we are doing to make that work in a very very different way. Um, show. You talked about the investment, Kurt. Um, what is that investment, and how much are you paying, Colin? <laughs> Colin, you answered that question that you didn't answer pretty well. Can you answer this one for us? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> no, I'm giving up. That's a, that's a waste in two minutes. I won't get my answer. He's already proven he's got form on that. It's significant though, right, Kurt? This is not something where you're just throwing some money at it for and throwing it up against a wall, I imagine. Oh, it, it is significant. And that that was why I guess one of the, you know, the internal discussion where it is a significant investment to be a part of it. And that just shows, you know, how commitment to it. But I, I think, you know, the other part and you know, Mel can talk to this a bit more as well, is we're not just going to be in it. We're going to be part of it. That's a really good, you know, Colin touched on this before. You you are part of this event. You don't just show up and leave. You're in it and we're going to promote it. We're going to be the help be the voice of it and tell those stories wider, not just um, in it. So, you know, it's, it's a big investment, but you know what? Um, with a big investment, uh, your creative idea needs to be 10 times bigger than that investment and that's what it's going to be. So the creative mm. idea will be far bigger than, what we put into it money-wise. So, um, so listen, you, you did flag up that you've got this new co-producer for the upfronts this year in, in, uh, in Mel Hopkins. Uh, between that and staging at South by Southwest, it does signal, you sort of already talked about it, you signal you're going to do um, something quite different this year. What yep. Tease us, Kurt. What could it look like? What could be? The skies of Darling Harbour covered in the content <laughs> and the new innovation of Seven. Don't just look to the screens. Look up. Look to the skies. Well, that was, that's a very good. Not bad for someone who's in sales, actually. That was a, uh, pretty good. Well, the screens um, don't just stop in those square things, mate. They go up and it's everywhere. We are, <laughs> we are omnipresent. That is the plan. Well, I'll try Mel and see where I get as well. Mel, it sounds like um, South by Southwest was the catalyst for you joining uh, Seven West Media. Is that the truth? Yeah, I think uh, Colin basically um, was my executive search agent. So there you go. <laughs> yes, well, listen, uh, more seriously, you, you, we were talking earlier and you said that, you know, the important thing when you are excited about uh, what you can do at South by Southwest, but the really important thing here is that Seven doesn't show up looking like a daggy dad on the dance floor. What do you mean by that? I think what I mean by that is um, South by Southwest is not like any regular industry event where you sort of just whack your booth up and you do your own thing. It's an absolute privilege um, that we are part of South by Southwest. But that also is a huge responsibility because we need to show up authentically and respectfully, respectfully in that space. So, you know, even our upfronts, a failure of our upfronts is feeling like the actual upfront show on October the 18th is the seven upfronts at South by Southwest. What the Upfronts event on the 18th of October must feel like is it is a program worthy of South by Southwest putting forward. And that really has changed the stakes in, in even how we approach our entire entire Upfronts. And, you know, foolishly for me, I'm, I'm, I'm actually EPing the Upfronts. I've not EPed anything right. for a very, very long time. So, um, yeah, that's that's very different, putting that Just head putting on. another thing on your to-do list. Yeah, but I'll be honest. I think, you know, Kurt and I had this discussion and, you know, we've got a lot of other fantastic EPs that have done stuff over the period and the time. But I think that just goes to show how vested we are in in making this shift and and change. And, yeah, super, super excited about it. 
Well, you want to bust some myths. You talk about wanting to bust some myths around Seven West, and and I sort of talked earlier about how the perception, if if Colin and South by Southwest is wanting to look to the future, maybe a lot of people say, well, Seven's future's a little bit more troubled than than others. Yeah, you don't buy that at all as he, as she shakes her head and looks at me with disdain. But um, it's a setup, Mel, for you to go that some of the myths you want to bust, and what are they? What uh, what does the market broadly perceive seven and what should it be perceiving seven as rather than what it is? Yeah, I think um, if I sort of take a step back, at our core, we are all about creativity. I mean, that, that is what happens across all of our offices every single day. And and actually, just if you step outside where Kurt and I are doing this podcast, there is a hive of creativity with sunrise and news and, and home and away running all around. And Albert Einstein has this fabulous quote, creativity is seeing what everyone else has seen and thinking what no one else has thought. And Mm. I believe that that very much is the core of seven. So if I start talking about creativity and our role in championing creativity, we are passionate about the Australian media and creative industry. That is our future and it's where we've come from. Now, We know that we're in um, great company with the likes of Googles and TikToks and and Metas, but they're not homegrown creative and media businesses. And we believe that's important for the future of our economy. We punch way above our weight globally. And and that's very much something that we really, really really wanted to champion. I think if I touch on sort of breaking myths, you know, the whole television is dead thing is super interesting. Channel 7 reaches 17 million Australians every single month. YouTube reaches 17 million Australians every single month. So I'm, I'm pretty proud that we're there in that sort of company. The engagement levels that we get, unbelievable. We produce 11 and a half hours of news every single day that goes out and is broadcast to, to Australians all around the world. And you know, I think there is this view that we've been killed by the streaming partners, but, you know, I've got facts and figures on something like The Rookie, which reaches about 500,000, you know, as Australians um, per week in a really quite hard to get sort of 15 to 21 audience. And the data that we've got is that that's double the amount of succession ever did. Mm. So, uh, you know, I think, I think our job is... Um, we're in company with a whole lot of other great media partners, but we're not dead. We're, we're punching above our weight and we're here to shape the market. And I think that's what Seven has always done. And I'm quite happy if nine and 10 follow us, but we are here to change and, and, and shape the market. And playing culture, I guess, too. And I think one of the things, uh, and I'd forgotten about this, uh, you talked about it earlier the other day, is that I think Seven invented the race car cam back in the 80s or something. Mel, is that, I'm not perpetuating myths here, am I? No. And look, I think, you know, Seven has been about innovation. We were the first station to bring colour television to Australia as well. But yes, I think it was the late 70s, 80s. It was a Channel 7 um, engineer and technician that developed race cam actually for Bathurst. That now is used all around the globe, particularly in big sports like Formula One, where you end up getting footage in car. That was developed by Seven. And those things still continue to happen every single day. So again, I think this is about championing the amazing innovation and creativity and tech that we have here in Australia. And it's why I'm so proud that South by Southwest is coming to Sydney. I, I honestly believe this is an important part of our economy. 
Mm. In the CMO marketing role, so many marketers talk about creativity. Uh, it's a big theme, often hard to capture and do. This will, I guess, contribute to um, brands and their thinking about what they, how they do things differently from a marketing perspective, at least, if, if we've got a big delegate number like that. Creativity is big, right? Yeah, creative is big, but I guess it's just uh, people going to be curious. And this is what these types of events do is I think that they drive a level of curiosity. So you start thinking about things differently. Yeah. Now, I'll touch on again about Seven being a, a market shaper. Actually, for a lot of CMOs too, putting your head above the parapet and going first is terrifying and many don't like to do that. I think that South by Southwest either inspires those that are the market shapers or those that are a little nervous to see great case studies where it's worked previously before. Seven's looking at trying to um, do a little bit more than just the, the, the marketing of this too, bringing its arsenal of programming and creativity to the event as well, basing some studios there. Is that some of the plans that you're going to sort of take this to the take this to the masses, if you like, Mel? Yeah, absolutely. This is not about sales and marketing doing some pretty wrapper at an event. This is about us throwing ourselves all in and we're committed to bringing South by Southwest to all of Australia, but also demonstrating to all of the delegates um, the amazing tech and creativity that we have every single day. And and a lot of that is our broadcast, our talent. We've got our digital news team that are going to be based down there. Sunrise are down there doing um, crosses. We've got some innovation that we're looking at with some super special partners where we'll be able to give sort of some sneak peeks. So, um, yeah, we've got to be authentic and, and show up. This is not a badging. Um, this is not a badging um, process for us. And can I just add to that? I think, uh, you know, just to reiterate what everything that was said, you know, we don't, you know, we don't have an audience problem. We have a perception problem. So I think, you know, this is where if you if you put yourself, you know, if you talk in a sports term, if you put yourself next to the very best athletes in the world or the country, you know, you, you're going you're gonna to be seen in that company and you're going to rise to those occasions. And that's how we see ourselves. You know, we, this, is, you know this isn't about a 9-10 discussion. This is bigger than that. We need to be bigger than that and we are bigger than that. We and belong in the same breath as all of the international tech vendors in this country that, that are here in this country and, and the new ones are going to come. So this is us about, you know, sh- making our statement and, you know, creating our own path into the future of media and television. And uh, it's a bloody exciting one. But, you know, it's things like this where you've just got a zig when others are zagging. And this is a mm. big zig. Colin, let's wrap this up just with some final thoughts from you um, on perhaps some of the key South by Southwest initiatives that you think brands and marketing professionals uh, should show up for. What should grab them in the format that, that, that's there now that you can talk about? And uh, if not, then why should they show up at all? South by Southwest is about discovery, learning, networking and contributing. Firstly, discover. You know, go out go out and see some music. Play one of the 150 indie games. Pop into as many of the 20-plus activations as possible. And most importantly, visit the Tech and Innovation Expo. There's some incredible products in the expo that is really going to uh, give you uh, an exciting look at the future. Learning and growth is a big part of what South by Southwest is as well, especially with the conference. Go outside of your industry. Go outside of your comfort zone. It's the convergence that makes the event so special. There's more than 19 conference tracks from climate and sustainability, health and well-being, sport, music industry, screen industry, tech and innovation, 
robotics and AI. There is so much to see and do. Just, you know, take a punt. Don't just plan. And the schedule will be up soon in uh, early September. Don't just pick the obvious. When you've got a spare moment, go and see something different. Some of the best discoveries I've had at South by Southwest and some of the best learnings have been just randomly popping into something. Mm. And also networking. There are hundreds of meetup events, happy hours, day parties, launches. In fact, they can consume your whole day. And for some people, that seems to consume their whole night as well. But, you know, pop into, um, you know, a, a brand's taco breakfast. Pop into um, a tech startup's um lunch and presentation pop into channel seven house daily you know turn up to happy hours uh, for the music industry and gaming industry go to the some of the the day parties which south by southwest is so famous for and those outdoor day parties is something that we're really um spent time on trying to get right and of course the product launches you know uber launched at south by southwest as we said twitter um pinterest foursquare there's always a lot of product launches at South by Southwest. So go and see those as well. Colin Daniels, Mel Hopkins, Kurt Burnett, really interesting conversation. Can't wait to see what becomes. Uh, so I better let you all go and start creating and, and being uh, innovative uh, for October. Thanks for joining. Thank you. Thanks. This MI3 audio edition was presented by Paul McIntyre. That's more. Producer Nick Slater. Music by Matt Dwyer. For more episodes, go to listener.com or download the Listener app and search MI3 Audio Edition to listen for free. Listener.